Hey, it's us, Amanda and Megan. Glad you're here. Grab your juice box. Let's dive right in. Hi. Howdy, howdy. Is that what they say in Yellowstone? Howdy. Yeah, probably. I didn't actually hear anyone say howdy. Oh, that's at any point in time. Good tidings. Good tidings. <laughs> Welcome to Yellowstone. <laughs> how was your trip? How was your trip? <laughs> I wish they did, though. Frankly, you should go give them some training. I should be the welcome guide to, uh, to uh, Yellowstone. You should. Yes. You do great. Well, thank you. You look great you. in a cowboy hat. I would love to wear a cowboy hat. I saw a woman this week at the pumpkin patch wearing like a really cute dress from Target with cowboy boots. And I was like, girl, you are killing it in those boots. I was like, I want some of this. Oh, that pumpkin patch. I know. I know. I went to three pumpkin patches in three days in a row. And I was like, I am patched out. (laughs) (laughs) I deserve a Girl Scout patch for all the patches I did. You really do. What on earth Mm -hmm. possessed you to go to three pumpkin patches? Was the first not good enough? (laughs) Couldn't tell you. The pumpkins weren't big enough? The fall feels just got me really intensely, I guess. And I was like, pumpkin patch every day this week. It was really weird. I hope you got it out of your system. Oh, yeah. We're not going to one anytime soon. We're done. We're done for the year. Great. I can't wait to hear about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's very good. Very good. Well, yeah, we haven't seen each other for a couple days. Correct. Crazy. I know. And we didn't even text really because you left me strict instructions not to text you while we were gone. I tried really hard to honor that. I mean, I could have texted you many times, but I was like, no, she just needs to be with her family. Like, if you're like me, you hate being on your phone, which I know sometimes right. you hate being on your phone. Yeah. But I just don't want to text you with all these you know, willy-nilly nothing things. But nothing you text me with. Mm. Most <laughs> of the things <laughs> you text me with are not willy-nilly nothing things. Yes, it's true. Most of them are. Most of them but are. But it was great. And I also didn't have signal for most of the oh, trip. Interesting. Because once you enter Yellowstone, it is a black hole of signal. Yeah. I think they do that on purpose. Oh, I think so. Yeah, I think so. I've heard that before. I think yeah. so. So I'm just glad that you guys were able to have some quiet time. Yeah, it was great. But what did you yeah. do while I was gone? Give me an update. Um, I actually want a legitimate update right now. Okay. So well I mean we did all the pumpkin patch things. We had friends in town. But unfortunately we had some tragedy strike our home this week. What? Yeah. It, like you know half of the story, but it has actually developed. So <sighs> as you know, the night we got back from Legoland, um a raccoon chose to visit our chicken coop. Yeah, that was really sad. It was really sad. And it took, uh, it, it, I don't want to go into detail on the episode because it's just so nasty. It, uh, without an ounce of love or care, just took the lives of four of our children, like a thief in the night. <laughs> actually, actually, like a thief in the night. Yeah. It was in the night. It was terrible. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. And it walked off with one of them. So out of our 10, five were gone in one foul swoop. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, we recovered those chickens. Bluey was injured and we like nursed Bluey back to health. Yeah. She still had her feathers like permanently gone. They were gone. So, but she was going to live. So anyways, so that was like what? A week and a half ago? Like not that long ago. Yeah. Two, two or three weeks ago. Yeah. Not even three, like two. Was it? Okay. Yeah. So anyways, so, um, then on Wednesday at five 50, I get a text message from my neighbor. That's like, I hear your chickens squawking and my alarm goes off at six. Yeah. So I was 10 minutes late and I, Oh Megan, I hopped out of bed so fast. I went running down and I had missed the raccoons by three minutes. <laughs> oh no. And oh, they, no. they, uh, took three more. Yeah. 
no. Yeah, it was so sad. And this time it was really sad because it got my daughter's favorite chicken. And so she was a basket case. And and the craziest thing is, so there were five left, right? It took three, took their lives. (laughs) And then to the other two, Meriwether, which is my chicken, like my favorite. She's my favorite chicken. She's a buff Orpington. She's so beautiful. Yeah. I th- oh, I don't even want to talk about it, but I think it must have just grabbed their heads and ripped off their combs because those two are missing their combs oh. and has like a big slash on her. Bingo oh, has a big no. slash on her neck. So anyways, so I like was full of guilt and just like felt so bad all day because like we didn't get it on the chicken cam. Like it just, it was so bad. But I don't know if you know this, but you can't have less than three chickens. For mental, like chickens, mental, like health and like emotional, like, yeah, they, I was not aware. They are such flock animals that they have to be at least in three. Otherwise, they won't lay eggs. Like, it is so bad. So now I've got these two really injured chickens in my garage and we like put Neosporin and like work on their wounds every single day. And now I've got to find a new home for them. So, because we can't have them in our, in our coop, there's only two. They need to be with more. I don't think you can take them because Why? your coop can only fit four, and that would take your numbers. No, to five. we can fit five. You can, we can fit five. Right, you're taking them. You then. need, Hold yeah, you need tomorrow. to chat with my husband. I'm not going to chat. We with will, him. we will. Life or death on. situation. You're going to have to take sweet, them. You're sweet. You're sweet chickens, and I we've know. got like what Alcatraz practically for these chickens. I know. Except it's nice. Like no, it is. No, Alcatraz. I would get the same coop oh, that you have, except yeah. you can only have five chickens in that size coop. Right. And we're we're going to get like ten more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, so once our nurse back to help i'm gonna bring them over yeah, and you're bring, gonna have to adopt them adopt fine. them bring your sweet chickens over yeah, we will take just them and so love them sad. as our own and thank give you. you their eggs thank you and, oh i'm so I mean, it, sorry it makes me feel good they're gonna come to your house because the idea of taking them somewhere that like i don't know yeah. like it really brought me to tears i was so sad oh um, amanda yeah but they they like they are not themselves they cower when like anyway they are seriously scared of death so anyways <laughs> It's like it's, we have had a few days to recover, but we have like three or four days where we're like, "What do we do now?" Uh-huh. So we're gonna we're gonna give these ones to you. Okay, they'll be fine. But then next spring, we're gonna like up the ante. You're gonna get ten chicks. We're gonna get ten chicks. Won't Holy that be so fun? Holy moly, that's a lot. Because it was of the only kind, it was kind of the only way that we could like console my kids because mm-hmm. they were like, "All of our chickens are gone." So we said, "Okay, next spring we'll like do some research. You can yeah. pick out new chicks. We'll like make a big deal out of it. We'll get a new coop." And but anyways, it bugs me that I was like ten minutes too late, and oh. it also bugs me that I don't get a get a raccoon. I kind of wanted to catch one in our raccoon trap to be like, yeah. ha, gotcha. Like, and I'm, then, and then what yeah. would you do? Well, Give it a stern talk. Oh, oh boy, would I? <laughs> oh man, I'm going to, I'm going to positive reinforce you right now. You raccoon, get out of my yard. <laughs> Love you so much. You're so darn cute. But, oh. um, no. So I don't really, so it's not such a bummer. I'm so sorry. I know That's it is awful. such a bummer, but it's okay. It will be okay. I keep telling myself, this is just part of life, Amanda. Like you got to get over it. This is part of life. This, and this also, Megan, is why I can't have a dog. Can you imagine? No. No. If something happened. No. No. My husband yesterday was like, you know, now that we don't have the chickens, we could get a dog. And I looked at him square in the eye and I said, absolutely not. If I sob over a chicken, what on earth will I be like when I have a dog? Absolutely not. Like I'm talking like I like I live in the Midwest. Like you spent a week at Yellowstone. Boy, did I. Look at you. So anyways, I don't want to end oh, on that. Stuff, but so I did feel like sorry. I just had to fill you in and our yeah. listeners. Because, you know, we've been on this chicken ride forever. Yeah. So... Anyways, it's on pause for now. You are handling this. 
with much poise and <laughs> grace, you. with very mm. a very positive outlook. Yeah, you should have seen so me sorry. on Wednesday morning. I was not a happy camper. But Wednesday, that's right. This happened on Wednesday um, morning. No, what did you left with? It happened Wednesday evening. You were you were gone by the because otherwise I would have told you at school. But yeah. Anyways, that's not that's fine. That's fine. <sighs> so oh my poor yes. my heart just breaks for you Don't guys. Don't worry, it's you're your fine. Kids. Ten okay. baby chicks are gonna be cute. I just can't think about. It's fine. So anyways, how many baby chicks did you see in Yellowstone? Zero. What were the baby chicks? Can you imagine? Baby bears. Zero baby bears. Baby bison. A lot. Really? A lot of bison. There are so many bison. Is bison the plural of bison? Bisons? Bison. Bison. What you just said sounds right. Singular bison. We saw them. So many. Okay. Okay. Cool. So many. Okay. We saw elk mm. and we saw birds. Oh, my stars. <laughs> what a rarity. <laughs> okay. But not any birds. Ravens. These birds are half the size of our toddlers. Yeah. They're, they're big. Giant. And they're kind of creepy. They are really gross. Yeah. They're kind of gross birds. Yeah. So I didn't know ravens were popular to that area. All over the place. How unusual. Yeah. What about eagles? We did Bald not ones. see any. <laughs> We did not see any eagles. Okay. Bald or golden. Feathered. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Let's see. What else? We saw other animals. Those are the ones but I'm no, remembering. No bear sightings. No, no bear sightings. Oh, interesting. I felt okay with that, though. Truthfully, really? I really did feel okay with that. Amanda, Yellowstone. You haven't been with your kids, right? No, I'm actually too nervous. So right. I want you to talk to me about okay, it. Okay, there are so many chances for kids to die at Yellowstone. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Everywhere. For them to fall to their death or boil to death or be gored to death. I mean, the warning oh. signs are everywhere. Really? My kids were very well versed in all of the warnings. Mm. And they actually did really well. I've also never seen so many toddlers on leashes. Mm. Yellowstone beats Disney World. For sure. Yeah. Oh, for sure. With for toddlers sure. on leashes. Yes, yes, yes. Interesting. So, yeah. So like, how did you, how did you do that with your kids? Did you just have a frank conversation with them? Like, look, we, we don't mess around. Like, yeah. Okay. Well, and the signs make it really easy. They're very dramatic. And they have this preteen boy who looks like he's about to boil to his death. So, Ooh. and they're everywhere. The signs are everywhere. Yeah. So my kids got it pretty quickly. And then okay. I did tell my oldest son a true story of some of the fatalities they've had yep. at Yellowstone. Mm -hmm. And that was enough to kind of put him in his place. There yeah. was very little screwing around on good. the boardwalks. Good, good, good. So, there you go. But in this, in a, on a slightly lighter note, how amazing is... Uh, what, what, uh, it was incredible. Everything what are they was called? Incredible. Hot, not hot yeah. springs. There are hot springs. There are geysers. Okay. Geysers, yeah. Mud pots. Mm. I love the mud pots. Are those ones the with the beautiful, colorful rings? No. No. No, the mud pots is boiling mud. Oh, and yeah. I yeah. don't know why, but the sound of it, I could have stayed there all day. I love cool. the sound of boiling mud. Cool. It was great. Cool. They, let's see, the rainbow. What was the rainbow? Yeah, what are those? Thing? Sulfur? Sulfur? It's, yeah, it's um, a prismatic. Prismatic Springs, okay. I don't, Grand Prismatic Spring, I think. Okay. And it was beautiful. They are beautiful. Yeah. The colors were amazing yeah. in all the different pools. It was beautiful. I mean, but can't you just imagine it? Like, uh, this, so, we think what? so irrationally as parents, don't we? Like, our mind, because yeah. I'm like, oh, it's so beautiful. But every time I see a picture of someone in Yellowstone, I'm like, if my kid fell in, like, 
they're like gone, we're, we're, we're both dead because yeah. I'd go in after him and like we're both <laughs> gone like see that's why I haven't been right. I think the anxiety has kept me away like I need to have like teenagers like and yeah. like the anxiety was real because really? the first day we're walking on all these boardwalks with pools of acid water everywhere and then the second day we went and saw the waterfalls they have these upper oh, falls yeah. and lower falls and they are incredible but yeah. the sheer drop-offs at every single viewpoint of the oh. cliffs just about did me in it was oh. awful my sweet husband was like can you please calm down no can I please? can't no like, and I told him that no. I cannot no if any of my kids so much as like put an arm on a rock oh. where it was a I don't know, a thousand yeah, no, drop on the oh, other side. I, could, I, right? I literally am I could not right handle it. Could not handle it. It was it was a bit much. And then the third day we saw some more hot springs and geysers and and the, the third day we went to the same hot spring where over the summer a human foot in a shoe oh. was found. Oh, oh. And oh, I was my doing, doing Wait, a, what? like light Googling. Wait, how would that happen? To see if anything has been said or if they've identified the body or how it happened. And Wait, a bot? No, it was just a foot, I thought. It was just a foot, but it had to come from a body. Oh, sure. Right? Oh, my god. They gosh. still don't know <gasps> who it came from. No. No, if they do, they're not saying because there hasn't been any updates other than they're still working to identify it. Oh, my <gasps> lands. Isn't that Oh, insane? my lands. This has suddenly become a true crime episode. We got coons and we got feet, people. <laughs> <laughs> who done it? <laughs> oh, my stars. I shouldn't make light of that. That's not very funny. Oh my goodness. Uh, Megan, that's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Yellowstone. Yellowstone, man. Full of adventure. I mean, how do they even build the boardwalks over those sulfur springs? Do you know, like, I asked do my that? husband the same thing. We actually debated this for a little while because it looks like some of the the posts are drilled into the ground. You have to imagine drilling into really thin ground. Yeah, how do you do steam that? Steam and hot water underneath. Like it's got to be pretty treacherous. Yeah. I have no idea. I am intrigued and I would like to learn more. I told my husband next time we go or before that, I would like to buy a guidebook, an actual guidebook oh, Yellowstone. Because you know how they always give you the yeah. big fold out map? That yeah. was not enough information no. for me. I need more. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm going to buy a Yellowstone wow. guidebook. I'm going to listen to some podcasts. I'm going to learn a little more because cool. I am fascinated by it. Cool. And I'm also not taking my children for at least another 10 years. Really? Oh, but no. do, I mean, but over, are you glad you went? Sure. Oh, my stars. <laughs> yes. It was honestly, it was beautiful. My kids had a great time. They were not stressed. And the cabin we stayed in had a hot tub and a Fine. fire pit. And yeah. We did a lot of fun things Fine. that were less life-threatening. Like yeah. I say, a fire pit, not even I mean, life-threatening. But isn't it funny? How, but it, like when you leave situations like that and everyone's just in the car, yeah. don't you just take like a huge breath of fresh air? Oh, like, for sure. Oh, you're buckled in your car seat. Yeah. Like at this point, like nothing's going to happen unless like someone like runs into us. Like it's just a different sort of like... Like, I just remember times like that, getting yeah. in the car and be like, okay, everyone's here. Now let's just like breathe. <laughs> like our entire Escalante trip. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm trying to think. What, what time? Oh, yeah. Uh, it was fine. That was so fun. Escalante, there was no hot springs were fine. No, but, but it still felt. Yellowstone. Yeah, I really want to go. My husband's never been. Yeah, he really go. wants to go. But we're just waiting. It's yeah. not the right season yet. We're almost there. I support that decision. Thanks. It's thanks. Thanks. Wise. Thanks. So anyways, now I just am curious. We're, are we talking about this topic? Mm-hmm. Because we just came off of Grandparents Day at our school. For sure. Oh, look at you. Um, I love it. I love it. This was your topic idea. And I am all about it because I love grandparents. We love our grandparents. We do. Our grandparents and our parents who now play the grandparent role, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And we have experienced a number of um, 
what's the word I'm looking for? I don't want to say disagreements, but you know, when Mm. your parents believe in one way to raise a kid and maybe we think of another way. And I think this happens in all families, right? Where you just, everyone has their own idea of how to raise kids. And Mm -hmm. sometimes it can get a little... Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. I mean, because there's no, like no one's right and no one's wrong. It's just different. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. I think about this often with just other parents. Like, that's okay. You want to do that with your kid, but like, I don't want to do that with mine. So, and it's, it's not a bad. It's just no. There are a million right ways to raise kids. Yeah, I am so. Even though I don't like it, yeah, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) We know you don't. (laughs) All right, so yeah, we're talking about grandparents, and one of my favorite things about doing this podcast is talking to my parents about the weekly prompts. Mm -hmm. And the weekly prompt was grandparent stories. Yeah. What are what are some grandparent confessions? We wanted mm-hmm. grandparents to tell us things that they have done and gotten away with yeah. or maybe almost gotten away with <laughs> that maybe their kids might not have approved of. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I chatted with my parents a little bit on this one. Okay. And I always learn from and laugh at their stories and perspectives. Longtime listeners know that my dad has quite a few unique experiences from growing up in a rural town. Rural, like This is teeny tiny. Mm. When my dad was a kid, he told me the story that he and his siblings went to watch their grandpa spray the fields with anhydrous ammonia. Oh, that can't be good. Which is basically ammonia. Whoa. Straight up ammonia. Whoa. And uh, my dad's grandpa thought he was being funny. So every time he'd drive by the kids watching, he would spray them. No. And they all thought it was hilarious. I mean, it smelled off. Have you ever smelled ammonia? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's awful. Yeah, but they all thought it was so funny. And I listened to the story thinking, oh, that is, I would be furious. That would never fly today. My kids. Pun intended. (laughs) Yeah, I would be furious. Oh, well, yeah. If he did something. I mean, but back then they just didn't know. I mean, no. No. They knew? No. Uh, They didn't know. Not to the same extent that we know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but see, that's just the perfect example of just things have changed. We didn't know. I mean, think about all of our grandparents who like worked with asbestos. I can never say that word. Asbestos. Uh Uh And like nowadays we put on hazmat suits to go deal with asbestos. Like (laughs) it's just crazy. But um, I do have to say just the idea of watching your grandpa spray the crops. When we were driving to Seattle this -hmm. summer, we drove by a farm and there was a farmer out in his little plane Oh, crop dusting. Crop dusting. Amazing. And it actually was really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know, it's just novel and it kind of seems magical. And just watching yeah. the pilot up there, like it was really fun. So I, cool. it'd be fun as a little boy to sit out and watch your grandpa doing the crop dusting. And by that, I don't mean tooting. I mean actual crop dusting. <laughs> you know that some people call tooting crop dusting? No, I've yes. never heard that. Oh, just go ask your husband. He'll tell you all about it. No. <laughs> but, but yeah, hearing that story, that does send my blood pressure into uncharted territory. Does it? But did you know this grandparent? Like, tell me about your grandparents. What memories do you have of them? Did you enjoy being with them? Are they alive now? Do their homes also smell like pot roast, like my grandparents' <laughs> homes? <laughs> tell me about them. That's a lot of questions. Yeah. Well, my dad's parents 
did a lot, right? Okay. We lived close to them. So they taught me how to bake cool. and how to fish. And our usual bait would be worms and hot dogs and Velveeta cheese cubes. So learning lots of life lessons. Cool. But they also instilled in me a love for college football, uh-huh. Royals baseball. Yep. And yes, their house always smelled delicious. My grandma was a self-proclaimed home economist. Oh, I love that. Right? And she used to travel all over rural Kansas and Nebraska, teaching women how to improve on their domestic skills. Oh my gosh. Okay. I want to be her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's incredible. But I will forever associate the smell of homemade bread yeah. with her and her house growing up. And That's she's really still sweet. alive, but her husband, my grandpa, passed about 10 years ago. That is really sweet. That's really sweet. I always associate my grandparents' house with the smell of pot roast. Do you? Yeah. And I, like sometimes my house smells like that just because it's really old. Mm-hmm. But when I come in, I'm always like, oh, it smells like my grandparents' house. So Aww, I like that your grandma's house nostalgia. is a uh, homemade bread. That's cute. Yeah. And my mom's parents lived far away from us growing up. So I had grandparents near and grandparents far. Okay. But we visited them what felt like yearly. And okay. my grandpa was a volunteer park ranger at Zion National Park. What? Which I always felt was the same as owning the park. He knew everyone there and everything to know about the park. He is a treasure trove of national huh. park knowledge. I did not know that. In fact, I I always wondered why he lived in St. George. I just had never put that together. Mm-hmm. But he was a volunteer park ranger. Yeah. So how do you make money? You don't. He's retired. Oh, he's oh, like, oh, yeah, retirement. Before oh. that, he was like a drug sales rep. Oh, super excited. <gasps> I was like, a, dr- a, a, drug de- a drug dealer? What are we saying here? Basically, but legal. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, great. But in retirement, he was a park ranger. And I actually don't remember him before retirement. I think he retired okay. around the time I was born. Oh, I don't what remember. A great retirement job, isn't it? That's amazing. I know. And my sweet grandma had the best sense of humor. And was an even better listener. And she was feisty mm. in all the best ways. Mm. But she also passed maybe nine years ago. But my grandpa is still keeping busy in Southern Utah. And just wow. this past weekend, when he found out we were in Yellowstone, he was texting me saying, if my kids and I want to see bears, we need to go to Teton National Park. Oh, spoiler alert. Yeah. I do not want my small children to see bears. <laughs> so if bear spray is required, I will sit that adventure out. Uh, anyway, but I don't ever recall any of my grandparents letting me do something that my parents wouldn't approve of. Huh. In fact, my grandparents always seemed to me as like slightly more strict, like oh, a strict, interesting. more strict extension of my parents. Huh. Not in a bad way, but yes. Yeah. A little more like straight laced. Interesting. I, that must be a generational thing. I think so too. But, they were probably children of the depression, right? right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But what about your b- grandparents and what memories do you have of them who's alive now and which mm-hmm. hard candies did they always have on hand for you? Oh, oh, that's, hmm. Hmm. I don't know about the heart. I'll have to think about that. But my dad's parents, they were very, um, what is the word? They were just like had all the character. All the character. My dad's dad, his name was Doug, and he fit he fit that name. He had a gap yeah. in his two front teeth. And I always remember as a kid being like, why didn't he have braces? Because, you know, oh. when I grew up, we were like, well, you have a gap. Everyone you had braces. braces. Yeah. But he always had a gap and he just like owned it. Mm-hmm. And um, he was very straightforward. He had a great sense of humor, but he was very straightforward. He would, I think mm. from him is where I learned, thank you so much for coming over to visit, but please get out. Like he would say that all the time. Like, Did I'm he? so glad you came to visit, but please leave. Mm. But I, he, when we were growing up, we would go to his house on Sundays and I always remembered him playing kick the can with us. He was always a very playful grandpa. He would play kick the can with us in the front yard. Kick and it was can. so fun. 
How do you? How does one play <gasps> kick? The oh can? my goodness! Is it just a can that you kick around? Is Man. it like soccer with a can? I have done your kids a disservice. Your kick kids be all over can. this. You literally put a can in the middle of a field. It can be anywhere, but like in the, we usually do it in his front lawn. Uh huh. And then someone's it, and they kind of stand around the can, and you start counting, and everyone goes and hides. And the idea is the person that's it kind of walks around, and if you're hiding behind the car, I would say. <gasps> over the can on Megan, and I would jump over the can, and you're out. But the point of the game is to try and kick the can before the, the person that's it sees you. Mm-hmm. So it was so fun because he was so good. He would get all of us out one by one. And, you know, we would always be, so, oh, I'm going to go now. And we'd try and kick the can and slide and tackle it. And he would say, over the can on Amanda. Like, it was just fun. That he was amazing. a very fun, fun grandpa. Yeah. yeah. And, and we should play that. We should. Your kids would love it. My kids love playing kick the can. And you could just use a can. And then my grandma, his wife, she, I always remember she smelled like Macy's, like the department store Macy's. <laughs> How does one <laughs> just do like, that? It's like heavy perfume oh. and like lots of makeup. And uh-huh. She had a very funny laugh, very funny. And she looks like my dad, but it's always, oh, I'm kind of... I'm getting kind of emotional. It was always very sweet watching my dad with his mom. He was very tender with his mom, and that was really fun to watch. Mm -hmm. But my maternal grandparents are still alive, and we visit them often. And Sam looks like my grandpa. He's very – my grandpa's very swarthy, like dark, dark skin and dark Mm -hmm. hair. Mm -hmm. And my son Sam looks just like him. And they both – Worked on. They were hard workers. They were both teachers, and my really? grandpa was what a school principal. My grandma taught eighth grade U.S. history. Oh, bless. So she and I remember sitting in her junior high class as a child and just being like, "Oh, my grandma's the coolest." And then my grandpa, he grew up on a farm, and so that pit. Mm. Actually, I don't know if you've seen that picture of the barn in my front entryway. Mm-hmm. That is my yeah. grandfather's barn. Is it really? Yes, and it's very sweet. And so I read my kids some of his history sometimes. So I want them to know that they come from hard workers. Yeah, like we are hardworking people, just like you're. You know, growing up in Kansas, you kind of just learn to be a hard worker. Mm-hmm. And I really admire that. So anyways, mm-hmm. I am grateful. I have very great grandparents and my husband's grandparents too. I don't know. I never met them, but hearing stories, it was yeah. amazing. So anyways, Aww. that's that. That was fun. That was it a was fun, fun little trip down memory I, lane. I want to meet your grandpa at some point. Well, someday we'll go to St. George. Love it. All right. Shall we get into the listener submissions? Let's do it. Okay. As we read these, I think we should play a little game okay, and help these wonderful listeners uh, by rating their experiences based on our own very official, highly Fun. experienced expert opinions. We should decide if it's acceptable, great, of whatever the grandparents uh-huh. did, or unimaginable. Okay. <laughs> what do you think? Great. Fantastic. I'm okay. all about it. You know how I love to judge people. Yes, for sure. <laughs> oh, jeez. Right. I don't know. Maybe... <laughs> Oh, I love an opportunity to judge. Here we go. All right. It says, my mom, dad, and sister let my daughter meet her new baby sister in the hospital while I was stuck in the hospital bed. I didn't get to see the very first meeting of the new sisters. It wasn't totally their fault as the nurse saw them walking in the hall, but luckily they did get the sweetest picture of it. Okay. So it doesn't bother me that much. I can imagine that it would bother some people, Mm -hmm. but... I, I don't know. I wouldn't even really think to be perturbed by this. How, okay. how do you... So this is acceptable to you? I'm going to say acceptable. What do you say? <laughs> I think it's acceptable. Okay. But what would make this unimaginable would be if the grandparents posted the picture mm. of the sisters meeting for the first time on sure. social media. And that would be how the mom found out. Sure. Right? Yes. When, yes. Grandparents, when grandparents join social media... Don't you Ooh. think things got a little messy Ooh, for a little while? Slippery. Yeah, I remember being very clear with my own parents to 
please not post any pregnancy announcements mm. or big life announcements on my behalf. Okay. Once I posted something significant, then they have the green light to do so as well. Yeah. And they've always been really mindful of that. Thanks, okay. mom and dad. <laughs> but I remember one good friend of mine whose mom posted an announcement about her daughter being pregnant before the daughter actually oh. did. And oh. this friend was devastated. What are yeah. your What are your thoughts on no, that? No, I yeah, I'm not okay with that. I think that's very unusual. But also, I, my parents are my parents don't post on social. Like I can't even imagine my mom posting anything. Like any of my business. Yeah. But I know that's like very unique. I was going to say, that's pretty unusual. Hearing that, I'm like, oh, how, like, how disrespectful. Yeah. But but I don't know. I just think that's not very kind. It's not your news. Right. It's even like when someone tells me they're pregnant, I was like, don't tell anyone. I always say, oh, I wouldn't tell anyone anyways. Like, that's your news. That's not mine. your job to tell. Yeah. yeah, You need to tell people. Yeah, for sure. But also perspective. Like, why on earth? Does it even matter who posts first? You know, mm. I kind of sat back thinking about this going, in the grand scheme of things, I don't think it's a big deal. You're right. But that's hard. But that's if it's hard... your news, yeah, it's your news. Like mm. you share. It's no one else's mm-hmm. news, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I feel no, kind of I protected by that. that. No, I appreciate that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here's the next submission. This grandparent says, I put chocolate icing in my six-month-old granddaughter's mouth without permission and didn't bother to wipe off the evidence. So this is so funny because they even added without permission, like implying that they need permission, which is really interesting, right? Mm Because I think this is probably the oldest trick in the grandparents' book. I will never forget the first time my dad let my oldest daughter have root beer, which is like absolutely harmless. (laughs) That's basically what's in her bloodstream right now. But like... (laughs) Back then, you know, with your first kid, I don't know if you were this way, but like there's got to be a word for the type of parent that I was back then. But Mm. she did not have, Megan, an ounce of sugar before her first birthday. And even then, her first birthday cake was was sweetened with applesauce because I was such a freak about it. And my husband's like, this weighs like 45 pounds, this cake. And I was like, oh, I know. It's got wheat, flaxseed, applesauce. Like, oh, she's not going to be constipated anytime soon. (laughs) Like, I just... But like I lined up over time, but back then my dad giving my daughter a sip of root beer was like, how dare you? Mm. But like, why not? Like I now, now I don't see any issue with the chocolate frosting, but with only one kid, maybe I would. So now I find this acceptable. Mm. I rule acceptable. <laughs> a root beer. What a delight for delightful mm-hmm. first taste of sugar. Right. That's a- Good choice, Grandpa right? Hanks. What I do you, know. What do your kids call him? Just Grandpa? Uh, yep, just Grandpa. Grandpa Hanks. Way mm-hmm. to go, Grandpa Hanks. When my oldest was maybe five months old, my okay. husband gave him a fingerful of Kansas City barbecue sauce. And I was really? equal parts proud and mortified. Really? Because sugar content. What is barbecue sauce? It's like sugar with ketchup, Seasonings. which is also sugar mm-hmm. and spices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I had feelings about it. But right. with the hindsight of a mother who has also fought that sugar battle for a lot less time than you have. You're more dedicated than I ever was. Mm. But I also deem the situation acceptable. Yeah, it seems fine. They're not going to die. It's no, fine. No. Okay, so this one says, when my daughter was a week old, grandma told me she thought the baby should should spend one night a week at her house. We went over a few weeks later and she had a bassinet by the side of her bed. Ooh. I thought it was bonkers. And needless to say, we did not let her sleep over. <laughs> Oh, no. As a newborn, 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 struggling tonight. Well, I mean, you've been on Yellowstone where you don't talk to anyone. Practically. <laughs> As a newborn, 
Nah, if grandma wants to help mom get some rest, then go over for a couple hours, one day a week maybe, and let the mom take a much needed nap, right? Yeah. But that's a bridge that you do not want to burn. When that newborn reaches toddler stages, I would welcome the blessed opportunity to drop the child off at grandma's for one night each week. Really? That sounds amazing. Yeah. Really? So I say unimaginable with a newborn. Okay. Very acceptable a year later. A year? Yeah. Or maybe even less, maybe like six months or older, though not if the toddler's sleeping in a bassinet by grandma's side of the bed. That's weird. Yeah, that does feel weird, doesn't it? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm trying to think what, um, when I would let my kid go over to grandma's, probably about a year. Yeah. When, actually, and I'm kind of that person that they can go sleep over once I know that they're sleeping reliably. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the newborn thing that I, that doesn't, that doesn't sit right with me. But have you heard of this, you know, thing where when you have a newborn, sometimes grandma will come sleep over and like ter- take care of the baby at night? I have heard, I have heard of this and had friends who's, moms will do that. Yeah. Yeah. So was that ever offered? I'm not saying like my mom's going to hear us. I'm like, did you want me to do it? No, No, I didn't. No. So was that ever offered to you? I don't. You know what? Now that I think about it with my first, I think my mother-in-law and my mom both offered, but it was a super traumatic birth. Oh, it was, uh it was pretty awful. And I think just the big picture of the situation, Yeah, that was the only time that I can remember it was offered. Uh But beyond that, no. And I don't think I would have taken them up on the offer beyond that situation either. Right. Right. Because there's something about this newborn seat. Like that, I think that's why this submission perplexes me because it's like, you're a newborn, but I understand the good intentions behind it. The grandma's Mm -hmm. like, I would like to help you, but I, someone the other day was like, oh, yeah, I went over to my daughter's house because she just had a baby and I took the baby for a night or two. And I was like, whoa, like she slept over in the baby's room and let the mom sleep through the night. And I don't know. I've just been thinking about it. I was like, A, that was never offered to me. Mm-hmm. B, if it was, I don't think I would take the the grandma up on it simply because like your body's already kind of in that that newborn mode, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think I'd be able to sleep if I heard the baby crying. Oh, no. And second. Whether you're breastfeeding or not, don't you think that like sometimes you just need to like like get rid of the milk? I remember waking up the night and be like, I need to feed the baby uh-huh. right now. Like, uh-huh. so I just I'm just curious, but I logistically ne- yeah. it seems a little tricky. Totally. So this has never been offered to me, but I was curious if I was like in the minority. So mm-hmm. I put I posted on Instagram and I asked if people have done this. Okay. Yeah. So you ready for the results? So yeah, let's hear it. I asked, has this been offered to you? And if so. Do you take them up? Do you have grandma sleep over? Mm-hmm. 33% said yes, which is more than I wow. thought. I know. That is more. Okay. But 40% said never. So mm. it's never been offered. And if it has, they have declined. They have never had grandma sleep over and take over at night. Mm-hmm. But 28% said if it was offered, they would take grandma up on it. That's quite a spread. Quite, but like pretty equal, 33, yeah. 40, 28. So it kind of yeah. in the same ballpark. But I just, it was so new to me. Hmm. I thought it was interesting. So what would you do when your no. daughter has a baby? Will you offer? I won't. What I will do, because my sister's going to have a baby in March and this, oh. and I will offer this to her. I think when there's a newborn, it is more helpful mm-hmm. to take the other kids. Oh, for sure. And yes. do what you can with the other kids. So when yes. my, because I, I don't know, when people come over and there's a new baby, they're like, let me hold the baby. I get that you want to hold the baby, but that's not the most helpful thing. No. I would just like you to help my other kids and 
Yeah, please take the yeah. children I've been neglecting and don't yeah. neglect them. Yeah, give them so, the love and attention yeah. that they really need right now. Yeah. So when I go visit my sister, she'll take she'll hang out with the baby, and I'll yeah. take her other daughter, and we'll go do stuff. So uh, no, I don't think I'm going to be the grandma that sleeps over. Yeah. That's kind of just like a rite of passage. Mm-hmm. Agreed. No sleep for you. Welcome to the club. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love it. Uh, All right. The next listener says, my daughter used to demand I put my grandson down for a nap at a specific time when he'd be at my house. I wanted to spend more time playing with him. So I usually let him skip nap because I didn't have to deal with the consequences. Okay. All right. So I know this person. Mm -hmm. Actually, I don't know this person, (laughs) but I know these people and I have person and occasionally Megan, I am still this person. Mm -hmm. As you know, I prioritize sleep. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I know you love when people say, here's the thing. <laughs> tell me. Tell me the thing. <laughs> I know grandparents don't have to deal with the like fallout, the consequences. Yeah. But often it backfires on everyone. Like when the grandkid is tired and cranky because they need a nap and then the grandparent skips it, like the rest of the afternoon isn't going to be easy for them. Right. right. So just put the baby down for a nap. And you can just like watch them on the baby cam and like be excited for when they wake up. But it just seems better to follow the plan. Like there's a plan for a reason. It's been premeditated. It's been tested. It seems to work well. So put the baby down for a nap. So in my opinion, <laughs> I deem this, what's it? Un, un, unacceptable. Unimaginable. 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 This is unimaginable to Whoa. me. I know. <laughs> so what would you say? Well, for the majority of parents with littles, like, a nap is greatly anticipated sacred time, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. It is the part of the day where we get to catch up on all the things, sit down to take like two bites. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And if we're being honest, maybe zone out a little bit, scrolling on our phones. Yep. But grandmas don't need this time to no. decompress, right? Which probably has something to do with the fact that grandmas know, grandma knows that she gets just give her sweet grandbaby back at the end of the day. She doesn't yeah. have to deal with the consequences. But I don't see know. that kind of seems not nice. I, well, that seems not nice. Like I get it from the grandma's perspective, but you're right. Really, to the parent, it's not nice. And maybe, maybe it makes your kid rethink whether or not they want their grandchild to spend time with grandma and grandpa. Oh, that's an interesting idea too. There might be some like oh, lasting ramifications from that choice. So okay. there's that. However, on the opposite end, there are some grandparents who know the value of a good nap and might let their grandbaby slumber a little or a lot mm-hmm. longer or later than their parents recommend. I know friends that this has happened to. And they've gone to pick up their kid at 4.30 p.m. from grandma's house only to have the grandparents say the words, let me just go wake her. Oh, geez. <gasps> that poor kid will oh, probably be bouncing off the walls come bedtime. But right. I'm not sure grandma sees that as her problem, right? That's when I think the scenario gets unimaginable. Mm-hmm. Messing with a kid's sleep in general for the parent's sake, I agree with you, is pretty unimaginable. I get it. I see yeah. the perspective, but from yeah. a mom's perspective, yeah, unimaginable. Well, I just feel like it's like a two-way road, right? As a parent, as a parent, we try to set up the grandparent for success by mm. saying, you know, here's a diaper ba- bag full of provisions, all the things, all the things. Yeah, put them down for a nap at one so yeah. that everyone's happy. Wake them up at three. Like, so I almost feel like we deserve the same amount of respect by being like. Look, you set me up for success. We had a great time. Mm. I have now tried to set you up for success by doing exactly what you told me. Like, I just like that seems fine. I don't know. I like it that way. Okay, so this next one says, 
I always make sure, and this is from a grandparent, I always make sure to have my grandkids' favorite sugar cereal and ice cream on hand when they're over for the weekend. Their dad hates it. (laughs) And I hate it too. (laughs) I don't freak out. I never have, but I do not care for it. (laughs) I've no, I'm not surprised by that response at all. So is that unimaginable or acceptable? Painfully acceptable? Painfully acceptable. It is painfully. <laughs> I, I allow it because I think that is like what grandparents can can do. That's like part of the fun of being a grandparent. Yeah. But I do not love it. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I can hear your thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. I try, I try to be I cool. I'm cool. I've never said anything. Like that's yeah. the funny thing is like, you know, I have, um, I will never forget that probably when we lived in New York mm-hmm. and my, my grandparents and parents and like all the, you know, all the mature people around us didn't know my kids very well. Mm. We would come back to Utah and often they would like see my kids eating ice cream and be like, oh, I didn't know your kids had ice cream. And it's like, well, like we, we weren't born yesterday. Like, yeah, we eat ice cream. We just don't eat like all the things, right? Yeah. Like I, I, we just, we live, we live our lives, but we also don't get out of control. So that's why I don't freak out about it. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like for many years we had this like strange stigma oh, as a family from New York and San Francisco. Like we mm-hmm. don't let our kids have food coloring or mm-hmm. sugar, which mm-hmm. I never even voiced. So I don't know where it came from. Yeah. They just picked up on it. But we, we've had enough comments in our lives that now I never freak out, mm. but I always just like come home and I'm like, here's just like a handful of spinach, like chow down. <laughs> <laughs> Have had it. <laughs> we call it giraffe food. Here's your giraffe food. Here's a handful of spinach. <laughs> so that's what I say. What do you say? Balance and all things. Okay. Mm-hmm. I say acceptable. There is something nostalgic about kids getting special treats at their grandparents' houses. Sure. My kids get chocolate milk by the gallon at my parents' oh, house. Oh, fun. And they love it. It is a core memory for them. Fun. And they get so excited to visit them for lots of reasons, but bottomless glasses of chocolate milk is at the top of that list. Okay, but do you know what? I actually feel differently about chocolate milk. I don't know why. <laughs> because because it is high. it has a lot of sugar, but also is high fat. So I'm like all about it because I'm like, here, kids, like get all, get, you know, stuff up on this uh-huh. chocolate milk. It's just like, it's just like Lucky Charms and Fruit Loops, which also taste disgusting. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but I love, I love those memories. Mm-hmm. So yes. Am I about the memories? Yes. Am I about diabetes? No. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, okay. Oh, good Let's move along before I get out of hand. All right. The next listener says, I don't feel the pressure of being told limit their screens before the kid. Oh, wait. Yeah, it, this yeah. one's worded kind of differently. Yeah, yeah. keep Before going. the kid is even out of the womb, the way parents do. So I think this grandparent is saying, even before a kid is born, mm-hmm. parents are like, limit the screens. And the grandparent's like, I don't get that. Mm-hmm. So, she go, mm-hmm. so, what it, so she says. All right. So she says, I have no problem letting my grandbabies watch as much Coco Melon, Bluey, and Paw Patrol as they want. Mm. <clears throat> I feel yeah. <laughs> I love doing this. I tried. <laughs> like, I try. I'm trying. Uh-huh. I just You're have a few great. thoughts and <laughs> I put them in 10 bullet points. So I'm just joking. But I mean, I get it. It's all about fun. You should have tons of fun at grandma's house. Mm-hmm. But sometimes this is what I think. You only have a few hours to, to be with them. So like play with them, like mm-hmm. go to a park, go do something fun. Like, why are we spending We're you know, why are you here for five hours? And you're spending four of those five hours watching TV. Like that part of me is like, oh, those aren't memory. Like those aren't Mm -hmm. memories you're creating. Mm -hmm. Now, are there times when like this is going to be the case? 
yes, and that's okay. I'm very understanding. Like, go to grandma's for a sleepover. Like, when my kids go sleep over at grandma's, they watch a ton of TV, and part of me is like, okay, well, that's okay because it's 12 hours. It's like a movie night. Yeah. Watch four movies. I don't even care. But I don't know. If you're just there for like an hour or two while you're babysitting, it kind of seems like weird. I don't know. I'm being crazy. I know I'm being crazy. I know. But listen, you asked for my opinion. There it is. You're never Unimaginable. Crazy. You are never crazy. <laughs> you are never crazy. You are very sane with sound logic. I see where you're coming from. Okay. How much did my husband pay you to say that? Just give me the money right now. <laughs> no, truthfully, screen time is a tricky topic. Yeah. And the views differ generationally. Our parents never had the limit their screen time shoved down their throats like we have. True. It's kind of a fine line. And if it's a recurring issue then you probably need to have a frank chat between parents and grandparents, mm-hmm. right? I'm not sure I can even decide on this one. So I'm going to go with acceptable in most cases. But like you said, if it's just for an hour, yeah, that is kind of a bummer to just spend that one hour of precious grandparent time yeah. in front of a screen. Yeah. So in most cases, acceptable. So you brought up an interesting an interesting point here that I would like to go back to. You Ooh. said it might be worth a conversation between parents and grandparents. Mm. How many times do you think parents and grandparents have conversations of that nature? Like, hey, mom and dad, we're choosing to do with this with our kids. We hope that you'll support us. Mm-hmm. How many times do you think those conversations, A, go over well, mm-hmm. and B, um, are are stuck to, are followed along? Because mm. I, can, I feel like most of the time when I'm talking to another mom, they're like, oh, yeah, you know, my my grandma, my 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 mother-in-law lets my kid do X, Y, Z. And when I asked her not to, she was like, oh, that like, we didn't do it that way. Right. I, I've done this before. This isn't my first rodeo. Like, right. I just like often I hear more stories of it backfiring mm-hmm. than parents being understanding. So I'm wondering if there's like an element of, oh, I've done this before. I raised you. Look at you. Mm-hmm. You're fine. Mm-hmm. So I know what I'm doing. I think that's a huge part of it. I am, because I've actually never had a conversation with my parents about that. I know how it'd go. It'd be just fine. Yeah. But I, I can see there are certain personalities that that would not take well. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious mm-hmm. if those conversations are ever had or do you just let it go? Because it's not worth it. I think they are. I think they mm-hmm. are, but it's the minority for okay. sure. That it's less common to have those frank conversations. Mm. I bet a lot of times it's more of a passive comment. Sure. You know, oh, well, they've had yes. a lot of screen time. So maybe if we could not have as much yeah. or just in passive comments, hoping that there isn't any sort of conflict or yeah. that frank conversation, because that yeah. can sometimes be uncomfortable. Oh, totally. Oh, that is more. Yes. I think you're spot on. Oh, I think that's correct. Mm. Okay. Now this one says, oh, and this one's just a ride down memory lane. Here we go. My grandma making us cheese and bologna sandwiches with Wonder Bread so the whole bite would stick to the roof of your mouth. One of my most vivid memories. <laughs> Terrible though. But she would also let us stay up, she would also let us stay up late watching Home Alone and added extra butter to popcorn and we that we made in a popcorn maker on her stove. Oh. So, it's all good. Oh. Yep. Does that sound fun? It See, does. those are grandma. Those are grandparent memories. Those yeah. are so fun. But bologna, yeah, that is only something a grandma would serve and enjoy. That's <laughs> yucky, yucky. But it did make me wonder. Do they? Oh, it did make me wonder. Hey. <laughs> do they even still make Wonder Bread? I mean, it would. Do you remember how like light and airy and white it was? It was like 
air. It was like eating a feather. But then you compare that to Grandma Sycamore's bread, which now you've had that, which mm-hmm. is just like a dense piece of white carb. Like it was totally different. So is that even around anymore? Yeah, I think it is. But I love oh, Grandma Sycamore's. We should see if they have an affiliate program. Aha. As often as you oh rave about their Surely they wonders. do. Which is so funny because you know how many times a year I buy a loaf of Grandma Sycamore's? How often? Like you know, once every three years. Why? <laughs> I still just like it. You just buy it for the nostalgia? Well, like if I want to like make a fancy loaf of French toast, I'll like buy Grandma Sycamore's. Otherwise, you're getting just like a... I don't know, flaxseed cracker. Ezekiel bread. Yep, Ezekiel bread dipped in eggs. Have fun at that. Oh, no. Yep. No, but the uh, this whole scenario is very acceptable to Agreed. me. Agreed. Uh, the sense of smell. Have you heard this? Like, it's mm-hmm. closely tied to memory. But do you know which sense is a close second? What? Taste. Oh. And so for my grandpa's 90th birthday... Every guest was asked to bring a food that they associated with him, oh, which I thought cool. was so clever. That's very clever. And the spread of food and the memories shared behind them was really neat to see. So I love the story. Oh, that's very clever. So just out of curiosity, what are some of the things that people brought? What did you take? Well, I was, I had some ideas. I was actually assigned oh. the birthday cake, but it was a may- mayonnaise cake, a mayonnaise I cake. remember that. Yeah, a chocolate mayonnaise cake, but made with Miracle Whip because he would know if I used mayonnaise. Okay. It had to be Miracle. But anyway, uh, but I do associate that with him. Uh, some people brought jello pudding cups. Oh, fun. Because they remember from old family camping trips that he would always have jello pudding cups. Fun. Some people brought, well, they, they made barbecue because he loves Kansas sure. City barbecue. Sure. I'm trying to think what else, but it was just a lot of really fun, fun. random things yeah. that people had memories of him with. That is really a neat. great idea. I'm yeah. going to steal that idea. That's you a great should. idea. All right. Last submission. Are you ready for this? Yeah, this one's actually, a, this is a doozy. Go go for it. All right. A neighbor friend of ours was in grandma's care when she came home one day with a haircut. Yikes. Without permission first? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I was actually, I heard this story firsthand. Oh. So what, yeah, what before I die, what do you say? Unimaginable. <laughs> Very oh. hard firm, unimaginable, though it is a bit of a tradition that my dad takes his grandsons to get a haircut every time we're visiting. Really? Yeah. And it's hard to mess up their hair and I'm not picky. Plus my boys love having this time with their grandpa. Cool. But any other circumstance, any other circumstance would be unimaginable. Yeah. This, this child, it was her first haircut ever. (gasps) Oh no. And the grandma didn't ask. And she, you know, she just had like her baby hair. She just had kind of like a little mullet. Yeah. And the grandma literally was like, we're going to go take care of that. <laughs> <gasps> oh, and the mom, was, the mom was beside, I mean, who wouldn't be? She was beside herself. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I deem this unacceptable, uh, what, unimaginable. I keep using unacceptable. That's that, so dramatic. That works too. <laughs> <laughs> unacceptable. <laughs> but um, the most amazing thing about hearing this is she was, she was like beside herself, but she also mm-hmm. wasn't freaking out. Like mm-hmm. I would have been freaking out, but you know, to some extent you're like, there's nothing I can do about it. I think yeah. she had just kind of resigned to the fact that there was nothing she could do about it. But I am prone to freaking out and losing my mind. So <laughs> like you can imagine, and I'm also really weird about my kids' hair. So you would imagine how this would go over if something like this happened. It would not go yeah. over Unless well. you have like the specifications of the clippers that I need to tell you, then it will be a cold day in July. 
Goodbye, Earl. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh grandparents. Grandparents. We, we love, love them. them. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, our brains are in sync. Ah, oh, we are partners. Awesome. All right. Well, are you ready to put this baby to bed? Let's put this baby to bed. I'm ready to go to bed. Sleep in my own bed. You need it. Yeah, so let's fun. do it. All right. If you have a minute, rate, review. <laughs> What's you this time? Comment, share, <laughs> spread the love. Be a friend to everyone. Bye. Bye.